Hey everybody, welcome to episode 532 of Good Luck High Five. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're playing it while suffering through yet another late season blizzard, or, you know, the weather where you are is normal... We're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And like Megan said, just a few days ago, we got another nine inches of snow here in Minneapolis. Making this the third Third snowiest winter of all time. Of all time. It's the snote, if you will. Well, we're almost the snote. (laughs) We're almost the snote. Not quite the snote. I have to admit that as I was driving here this morning, I was like... Fine, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's do go what? for number one. That's what it's I say. It's only like another four or five inches yes, or something. absolutely. Bring it. All right. Let's At this point, <laughs> let's do this. Give us another You've four or five inches. Of, exactly. Fine. Okay. We're yeah. here. We're Nobody doing wants this. to be number three. We don't want the bronze. No. We want the gold, baby. At this point, if you're this close to winning, yeah. just win it. You know what? We have another system coming in this week. It's true. Possibly Wednesday or Thursday. So we could be do pushed you know over what? the edge. At this point, I'm saying make it snow. <laughs> Bring the snow, baby. All right. Am I going to lose my mind? Yes. Does yes. it matter at this point? No. no. Is it already happening? Yes. yes. You know what? When we looked out our windows on the night of this most recent storm, it was absolutely unreal. The, the volume, like the speed and volume yep. at which the snow was falling. And it was so heavy. It was like cement heavy yes. snow. So tree branches were snapping everywhere. You know, you had to come pick me up yes. because it literally... it. A full tree fell down in our parking lot. everywhere. And literally, if it had been two feet to the left, it would have totaled everyone, like all eight cars in the apartment (laughs) building's parking lot. Wow. Eight cars. And luckily, it was was literally two feet away from the backs of everyone's cars. This winter is unbelievable. There were like downed wires every, like the whole parking lot was just covered with wires. And then the next day, it was 50 degrees and everything almost melted. And now we're getting ready for round number 100 million 10. You know what? I want to be number one, too, at this exactly. point. So, uh, you know what? I think at th- I think at this point, I could not feel any worse about it. <laughs> so let's keep so going. let's keep going. Um, on the show today, not only are we giving you the winter updates from Minneapolis, which I know yes. you wait for every week, uh, we're going to talk about March of the Machine because yeah. its release is nigh upon us. Yes. The pre-pre-release is happening this weekend over on uh, twitch.tv slash loading ready run. Ooh, so exciting. So very exciting about yeah. that. And then the pre-release is next weekend. So next episode is going to be our Judge Rob episode where we go over the wow. mechanics and stuff in detail. But we're going to give you a taste because we know what the mechanics are now. We now know what battle is, which mm-hmm. I have been wondering and like thinking about for like three to four months straight, <laughs> nonstop, no other thoughts in my head, only yeah. battle, head empty, everything else. Um, so we know what it is. We're going to talk about that. And then next episode is going to be our deep dive. We also gave you a preview card this weekend. We're going to talk about some other exciting previews we've already seen. Yeah. Um, we've got a story time. Yeah. And we've got a randomizer. So much stuff. And if you missed it, yes. uh, last week, speaking of Judge Rob, we premiered a new video. A new video. Which is us and Judge Rob um, and new friend Judge Eric all playing Oathbreaker. Yes. It is so much fun. Um, Judge Rob brought Arlen Werewolves. Yep. Uh, Judge Eric brought Nicol Bolas Grixis mean, Meanness. Meantime. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Maria. I played Calyx, um, which was a great enchantment deck in, yes. featuring Core Spirit Dancer. Well, you can see Maria go off you one guys, turn. I live my best life. Maria just I can't. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't even. 
I went off. Like plays so many enchantments and I played Narset Transcendent. Yes, you also lived your best life. I really did. Um I cast a treasure cruise. Oh, boy, everybody. Um and like Narset for me was like a little bit of like a deep dive, right? Yeah, like, it was, like, cool. it was like an old old school pull, but I loved Narset Transcendent yes. back uh when it was legal. Back during Dragons of Tarkir. Uh, just a great card. So you know, much fun. And the, the game is the game so, much, is so fun. much fun. Everybody, even if you're not like an Oathbreaker player, you'll get it and you'll understand. You'll be able to follow along. Yeah. It's a super fun game. Um, it's on our YouTube channel. You can check it out. It's the first in a new series we're producing here from Good Luck High Five Studios called Breaking Oaths. And geez, Oathbreaker is a, just it's what a riot. Just a, it's a good time. It's it's more explosive than Commander. Yeah. Um, and it goes faster. Yeah. And you do the things you love, but at a quicker pace. Yep. <laughs> um, it's great. For instance, when I was drawing my cards, I every time it was like, oh, yeah, I love this card. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love this card. I love this card. So yeah. it was just a delight playing these decks that Ro Judge Rob and Judge Eric made for us. Oh, man. And you can see me. Do you know what? I'm going to say it. I feel like I really, I worked the politics of that match. <laughs> I did. I worked them. I, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was <laughs> eating a ham sandwich in the, over in the corner, making a giant boggle. That's what I wanted to do. So anyways, go check it out. It's like, it's just a really good time. It's a really good time. We are posting them one a month right now. I for played now, the but... match and then I went and watched the full video yeah. when we premiered yeah. it last week. Cause I was like, gosh. This game was just a lot it of fun. It was so much. I mean, I watched that game seven times editing it and I never got bored. So yeah. there you go. There you go. Check it out. Um, brought to you um, in part by, uh, partnered with Magic Kids, um, yeah. which we love. So check it out, everybody. More of those videos to come because a bunch of people are like, I hope you keep doing those. And we are. We've already got the next video brewing in our Ooh. little brains of what we're going to bring to you. Get excited. And I am excited. I'm already super pumped for that one, which will be coming out later this month. Yeah. Um, before we get started on all of that, though, first we have people to thank. Yes. First and foremost amongst them are the patrons of this show. Thank you so much to anyone who has ever been a patron over yes. at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. And most specifically to Parker. Parker! Thank you, new patron Parker. Yay! Welcome to the family, Parker. Yeah. This episode is for you. This episode is yours. If you would like an episode dedicated to you, uh, you can get one just by becoming a patron. Patreon or by yeah. increasing your pledge, patreon.com slash GLHF magic. We'd love to have you. We have such a blast over in the discord. Megan posts so many pictures of her melting snow in her sink. Oh my goodness. I still have to put the videos up, but they're too big. <laughs> the file size is too big. Discord <laughs> is like, no, ma'am. Oh man. You've got so much more snow. You could potentially I have so much now. time lapse. It's such a long time lapse because it took five hours. Well, you know now what Mother so, Nature has to contend with exactly. with all that snow out there. It's not easy yeah. being the sun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but join our family. We love it here. We'd love to have you and support awesome content. You're supporting all the content we make, right? Not only this show, you're supporting the upkeep, our new show. You're supporting our new Oathbreaker series, Breaking Oaths. You're doing all of that is yeah. included in your membership, by the way. Uh, just FYI. So much. We also want to say thank you to Card Kingdom. You can check them out on the internet. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF is the link to use. Right now, you can pre-order march of the machine mm -hmm. um i'm getting ready for it because it looks really good yeah 
It's so cool. So this get on over like there. A banger. Get ready if you want to get your little thingies on a box of March of the Machine. I do as soon My as little you can. Thingies. Get your little thingies on it. Uh, they've got everything over there. Of course, Phyrexia All Ruby One Dominari remastered boxes. If you want to play with your friends, something really cool and special, we mm-hmm. recommend that. Selling singles, um, buying singles, selling yours—they'll do it all. Uh, Carkingdom.com slash GLHO. It's time for the randomizer, everybody. We're going to go to scryfall.com, hit the random button, show each other the art, and try and guess what the card does and what it's called based on the art alone. Um, I've got one for Megan here. And you know what, everybody? I'm going to go out on a limb and say she is not going to get this even close. Wow. That's the challenge for you. Okay. Here you go. All right. Take a peek at this at this fabulous work of art. Wow. All right. We see like, a, I'm going to say a very grumpy gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like hunched over. He has like a staff. He's walking aggressively. That is an over, aggressive um, walk. Like there's like a cityscape in the background. The foreground looks a little bit like rubble maybe. Yeah. Um, and he's like gesturing angrily. He looks like he's doing one of those things where he's like, he's definitely thinking and like mumbling to himself as he's walking. Yeah. Because he's so frustrated yes. and mad. Um, and I'm going to say that we're going to call this man, um, <laughs> we're going to call this this guy. Uh, Greg. Greg. <laughs> yeah, two Bob. Bob. I'm going to go with Bob. This well, is Bob. They're the second fa- most famous magic Bob, I guess. Well, huh? that's true. Bob. Um, Bob. <laughs> um, Bob. Comma, your uncle. Yes. <laughs> your uncle. <laughs> that's the name of the card disgruntled mage this is bob disgruntled mage i like that Uh, legendary is is this card yep he's a legendary creature (laughs) i'm gonna say uh, question are all legendary creatures formatted like that with their name Um, because you just i'm like is there a creature well how about this question that's not legendary creature that has a name like bob comma disgruntled uncle i mean mage that's what you said Taking it back, Bob, disgruntled, disgruntled uncle. uncle. That's yes. a cool name, actually. Yeah, like all because all legendaries, like that's part of what makes them legendary, right? Is that they have they a, get they a have name. a proper name. Interesting. Yeah, but is there and one then, that like, d- that's not? That's my question. I think sometimes when you see the first iteration, right, like Elspeth Terrell is like the first time sometimes you meet a planeswalker or something. They're not legendary. They are legendary. I'm saying that they don't have. Oh, you mean like, is there anyone that we know their first name, but yes. they're not legendary? Yes. I don't think so because that's like the idea of being legendary is, is that you, they have a name. A name. <laughs> well, yeah, because then it's not just being like, oh, this isn't just any elf. Right. This, this is, is Glissa. Gl- okay, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if anybody, if that exists, let us know. But anyway, this Anyways, is Bob, Bob Disgruntled, Disgruntled Uncle. Uncle. <laughs> what does Bob do? Um, He's a one in a white for a two one. And um, you can... <laughs> Uh, you can sacrifice him to uh, counter target spell unless its opponent pays one. I'm already mad because you got it closer than I thought you would. <laughs> but because he is a small creature and costs, yeah. did you say one? Well, how much did you I say? I said costs? one and a white. One and a white. You're sort of close. It's two and a blue. Wow. I almost went with blue. This card is blue. It does not look blue from the art crop. No. It is a one What's one. about this disgruntled uncle? Felt felt kind of blue. Felt kind of blue. Merchant of Secrets is the name of the card. It's a human wizard um, at common. When Merchant of Secrets enters the battlefield, draw a card. Wow. It's a 1-1. One, one. All right. Um, that's all it does. Would you ever think that from looking at this card? No, absolutely that That's what not. it did? I thought, you know, this guy just looks more important than being a common. Well, this is a flavor text. Here's some clue. To scrape out a living in a, a fedo, 
wherever that is, wizards are reduced to selling rumors, lies, forgeries, or if they get desperate enough, the truth. Ooh, what's it from? Legions. 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 That's a that's some cool flavor text, actually. All right, Maria, you ready for some real weird art? Yes, absolutely. Always. Here you go. <laughs> okay, this is weird. This is like a scarecrow in a field. There's a house in the background. The sky is haunted. There's birds. <laughs> the sky is haunted. There's birds. Um, this is scarecrow. I'm gonna write a scary movie, and that's just gonna be like my opening instruction. There's a house in the background. Comma. The sky you is know haunted. What I mean. Period. There's birds. Period. <laughs> that whoever's making that now knows what to knows shoot. Knows what to shoot. Anyway, this is this creepy. This is a creepy scarecrow. Uh, it's a scarecrow, so it's an artifact. Um, it's called Field Scarecrow, and it's a two four for four mana. And then it does what scarecrows do, which I can't remember. They like make different colors of mana or something. Um, yeah, isn't that the deal with scarecrows in um, magic? I think a lot of them okay. do, but not all of them. All right, what does this one do? Um, this is one-eyed scarecrow. Oh, I was so yeah. close. He has that because he kind of does have like that one eye. Oh you yeah, see? yeah. He has like one kind of shiny at you eye. One eye. It's weird. Um, it is three mana for a two-three. All right, real nice and an artifact. So I got yeah. all that. Okay, uh, defender creatures with flying your opponent's control get minus one minus zero. Oh sure, that's a. Oh hey, that's what those haunted birds were doing. Yeah, getting they were minus getting one minus one minus zero. So. It's very flavorful. Scarecrows yeah. would scare a crow. They that would. is in the name. <laughs> it's uh, on the tin. This is from original Innistrad. Wow, I mean, yeah, definitely looks like it. Yeah, real spooky. The whole card itself is haunted. <laughs> the whole card is haunted. Sky, the sky is haunted. The sky. Is the sky's haunted. haunted. There's birds. There's birds. Let's talk about March of the Machine and the new mechanics in the set. Yeah. So the obviously the big one is the new card type battle. New hotness. New card type just dropped. Yes, and it's battle. Um, so uh, we now know what a battle is. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, it's okay. I feel but like, you know, lots of people were. I think I, you know, I thought it was going to be like a separate zone mm-hmm. in the, in the state in the game, like where a mini game was occurring, which it kind of is. It is a little bit kind of like that. I think this is a cool design. Yeah. So we have, for instance, Invasion of Innistrad. This is two black, black for a battle siege. And it says, as a siege enters, choose an opponent to protect it. You and others can attack it when it's defeated, exile it, then cast it transformed uh this one has flash when it enters the battlefield target creature and opponent controls gets minus 13 minus 13 until end of turn and then in the bottom right hand corner it has a little number which is kind of like a planeswalker loyalty it's how much you have to attack it down so this one starts off with five and these invasions are excuse me these battles are showing us different planes which are being invaded by the yes, Phyrexians by the Phyrexians so this one is Innistrad and I love that the deal with it on the front is an Innistradian deal which is minus 13 minus 13 yeah so we're getting the flavor of the set we're getting a nice panoramic art as well which yeah which is very cool we don't see that on magic cards until nope. now um, and then it, what you do is you right you attack it and then you get the, the bonus which is transforming exactly, it yeah you want to attack it because 
when you attack it all the way down, then it transforms and you get back the backside, which for instance, in this case is Deluge of the Dead. This is an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, create two, two, two black zombie creature tokens. Two and a black exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a creature card, create a two, two black zombie creature token. So you just get a good card. Yes. And in some cases, it's an enchantment like this. In some cases, it's a creature. In some cases, it's a planeswalker, right? So no matter what it is, it's going to give you the initial benefit from casting the uh, front side, which you cast at sorcery speed, and then transform it into the secondary benefit, which is this. The cool part is when you cast it, you choose a player to defend it, which is not you. Yeah. um, Because you want the backside, I assume. Um, And that player can attack it. So, but they can defend it. So you would say your opponent, you're saying you're playing this in limited, your opponent will be the defender of Invasion of Innistrad. And then Mm -hmm. you can attack it like you would attack a planeswalker, like you would attack a player and they can block as if they're... It's theirs, but it's not theirs. It's not theirs. It's yours. They're just trying to keep you from getting the other side of it. So cool. Because the other side is very powerful. So you're going to have to make the decision. What do you want to do with your turn on your combat? Do you want to attack down your own battle? Do you want to smash into their face? Do you want to maybe attack their planeswalker that they might have in play? Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. Huge fan. It's, yeah, it is just, it is very, very cool. Um, we, let's just, I just want to look at like one yeah, other let's one. Do it. Just let's because do it. they're so cool. Let's see some more e- examples. Um, Invasion of Arcavios, which this is the plane where Strixhaven is. Oh, okay. Um, is three blue, blue for a battle siege. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, f- search your library, graveyard, and or outside the game for an instant or sorcery card you own. Reveal it and put it into your hand. If you search your library this way, shuffle. Uh, it has seven, you know, we'll say loyalty. Sure. <laughs> seven that you have to battle it down. And then it has an enchantment on the other side. Invocation of the Founders. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand, you may copy that spell. <laughs> you may choose new targets for the copy. Okay. So this one I love, right? Because you do have to attack it down a lot. Yep. But... You can, like, the other side, like, I love how they go together, right? On the front side, you can go get an instant or sorcery. And then on the back, like, if you wait to cast it until you attack this down and get the backside, you're going to copy that spell. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. Uh, What's also interesting about these, which Wizards of the Coast did call out, is the fact that they are subtyped as a siege. Um, So this is battle siege. Yeah. Um, And they refer to them as siege enters, yeah. meaning that in the future, they can perhaps make different kinds of versions of these cards yeah. that do kind of different things that will still behave, I assume, kind of similarly to a battle, but they have left the flexibility in there to revisit these in the future and retool them mm-hmm. potentially with new sets. So I'm all in on these. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited for a new mechanic since... Um, what am I thinking of sagas? Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, here for it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. They're, they're super cool. I, I can't wait to see how the, they play out. Oh, PS. If you have something, you can, you can attack them with spells too, right? Yes. If, if there is something that says it deals damage to any target, uh, you can target the siege with that. Nice. Pretty sick. Um, yeah. The other, uh, next new mechanic we want to talk about is called backup. Yes. Um, and this is very simple. Um, you can't, they can't all be A plus number one bangers. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) this is like a new, a new fun take on, on counters. 
Right, on the yeah. things that put counters on things. Things that put counters on things to help other things out in combat. Yes. Um, we have backup. So there is a card of backup that is just absolutely busted, in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is Boonbringer Valkyrie, mm-hmm. uh, which is three white, white for an angel warrior. It's a four, four. It's a rare with backup one. So the way backup's going to work is it's going to be backup and there's going to be a number and that's the number of plus one, plus one counters mm-hmm. that you're thinking of. In this case, uh, backup says when this creature enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. If that's another creature, it gains the following abilities until end of turn. And in the case of Boonbringer Valkyrie, that is flying, first strike and lifelink. Oof. So you can put the counter on itself to make it a five, five with those, which it already had. Or you can put the counter on another creature to give them a one-time use of flying for strife, strike and lifelink, which is incredibly flexible and great. Wow. Yeah. Um, and makes combat um, really interesting. Yeah. Um, another example that's not quite so busted. I mean, that card is <laughs> That card is obviously so, so good. Uh, is Streetwise Negotiator. This is one in a green for an O2 creature cat citizen with oh, backup one. Oh, it's a cat one. citizen. It's a cat citizen. Great. Uh, from New Capenna, obviously. And so it has backup one, and this creature assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Oh! Right? So that's also a sick card. Yeah. Like, it's a one and a green for a 1-3 that attacks or deals combat damage like a 3-3. Yes. Um, Or you can make something else bigger. That's cute. I, I like it. It's I mean, it's simple. It's not flashy or whatever, yeah. right? But, um, you know, that's fine. Exactly. Uh, the other new mechanic that's coming at you is called Incubate. So let's read a card with Incubate on it. Uh, I'm going to read you a crocodile because it's a Phyrexian and crocodile. And that's Great. just cute or horrifying, whatever. Uh, injector crocodile for black, black for a five, five. When it, incu- when it, excuse me, when it dies, Incubate three. And Incubate says, create an incubator token with three plus one plus one counters on it and two, transform this artifact. It transforms into a zero zero Phyrexian artifact creature. This crocodile just happens to also have swamp cycling on it for two. Wow. Um, Nice. So Incubate is going to be randomly on cards like this, for instance, Mm -hmm. which will give you the token, uh, which does nothing really until you pay the two to transform it. And then you get a creature, which is in this case, a three, three. Yeah. Um, Great. So you have a 5-5. Five, five. When it dies, it leaves a 3-3 three, three behind. Yeah. And if you don't need it early in the game, you swamp cycle it for yep. two. <laughs> this is, yeah. I, it's I'm an uncommon. Inter- I'm really excited to see how this mechanic plays out. I like that it is something that sort of like gives you, it gives you usually pretty sizable creatures for the cost. Seriously. But it's like, oh, okay. It's because you're going to have to pay that two to turn it into an actual creature. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. You, you do have to invest. Yeah. You know you mentioned on there that that crocodile has swamp cycling. Yes. Which makes me feel a little bit like looking through this set, this feels a little bit like a master's set. Because, right, it has these specific mechanics that are called out in the set. Yep. In terms of there's this new this new card type battles. There's this these two new mechanics, um, backup and incubate. Incubate. But also we just, on some cards, we see stuff like convoke. Yes. Is here. Swamp cycling is here. Right. Like it's calling back some real bangers of mechanics. For real. And then, I mean, that makes sense because we're here at the end of a major storyline in magic with the Phyrexians. And this is taking place on all, All like across all the planes. So of course it's a little bit like, yeah, all the mechanics are going to be here. And we don't know if we'll see all of of them. Convoke. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about the good luck high five preview card, shall we? Yeah. Zephyr singer. We posted this on Twitter over the past weekend and Instagram. Two blue blue for three, four 
uh, creature's siren pirate at rare. Convoke, your creatures can help cast a spell. Each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one or one mana of that creature's color. It has flying, it has vigilance. When it enters the battlefield, put a flying counter on each creature that convoked it. Sick. This card is stupid. Flying counter. Are you kidding me? Real nice. Are you kidding me? Are you It's already just me? four mana. Yeah. So you could just have a three, four flying vigilance creature for four mana, which is already dumb. Already very good. But you probably don't want to even do that. No. You want to put give all of your creatures flying, convoke this sucker convoke out. Convoke it out. Oh, four creatures? You're Fall like, flying now? Convoke with four creatures and now they all have flying? Your whole team flyers? I mean, you got to have the creatures, but we'll see if there's like an, you know, maybe there's a little if token play, makers. Yeah, that's true. Or you play just like a one drop, two drop, three drop. Fine. I Now I still have four. I'd play, I pay. Actually, no, because then you could also play a four drop and then convoke this. <laughs> disgusting. So I'm just saying That's live disgusting. the dream, which Seriously. is one, two, three, four. This convoke. thing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, this is very dumb. Um, yep. Some people are asking, can you over convoke? Can you overpay? No. Like you can overpay for crew. No. No. But. That's- if you're getting in shenanigans thinking, you can, not how a spell works. You can make the spell cost more and then you can do it. <laughs> um, but Rob will get into that next week. Anyway, yeah. so convoke returning. Everybody loves convoke. It's a great mechanic um, mm-hmm. from from old of old of old. Um, and the R card. No big deal is excellent. Um, so convoke is returning. We also have a. Uh, transforming double face cards returning of course because we yeah. saw them in the battle um yep. and we and saw we them in the about, tokens um, Jin Gataxius a couple of weeks ago who's one of the praetors right we have the yeah. the praetors that transform into sagas on the back I love it and then it. when they go to chapter three they go back to being the praetor oh so good it is very good um there is already been a lot of really exciting cards revealed um so far in the set previews are now officially underway obviously because ours was last weekend um and a few have been catching my eye <laughs> yeah not gonna lie um one of those uh, megan's got it pulled up yes i mean let's just talk about the greatest magic art that has ever been made yep uh-huh uh which is of course inga and asika legendary creature human god two green blue for a four four creatures you control have vigilance and tap add one mana of any color uh-huh. spend this mana only to cast a creature spell and whenever you cast a creature spell if three or more mana from creatures was spent to cast it draw a card it's a four four it's a four four but really look let's talk about let's talk about this art let's talk about this art let's 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 talk about this art let's talk about these rainbows let's talk about these photorealistic kitties pulling this chariot (laughs) wayne reynolds like these kitties you genius these kitties look these kitties are some of the cutest kitties I've ever seen. I mean, look, Asika's cats were already cute enough pulling her yes. chariot in their big fluffy winter coats. And exactly. not, they've still got their floof on. Look at these little. And they're, like, they're going on a rainbow. Exactly. And like this cat, this kitty in the big, in the foreground just is so intent. I'm freaking out right now. He's like doing, you know, doing its cat job. Doing Let's catch go. Up. Let's I do pull, our catch I up. pull the sleigh across exactly. rainbow l- land. Um, and Asika's having a great time while Inga is like, please open your eyes yeah. and look <laughs> at the rainbow that we're driving on. Asika's like, I drive like this every day. Exactly. And Inga's like, the road's over there, please. Can you please steer the <laughs> These cats? These cats are on Rainbow Road. Please? This is a Mario Cross. Yes. <laughs> and they're going to fly off the edge. <sighs> and like the little, what's yes. his name, is going to come get you. Yep. And pull you back up. Um, 
Oh, it's like Wayne it's Reynolds. Magic, magic art of the year. I'm calling it right now. Congratulations on making a, a masterpiece. <sighs> so that card I'm freaking out over the art of. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. This card I'm freaking out over the abilities of, which is Surge of Salvation. Uh, you see this card? You know about this? Single no. white mana for an instant. Uncommon. You and permanence you control gain hexproof until end of turn. Prevent all damage that black and or red sources would deal to creatures you control this turn. Wow. Maria, you looking at your little way around Brotherhood's End? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm looking at you, Brotherhood's End. Get out of my game. Surge of salvation. Get out. Yeah. You don't matter. Yeah. I love this card. Uh, it's great. This art is also like pretty Yeah, it sick. is really good. Dominic Mayer on the art on this one. Yeah, and it's really cool. It has a story point on it that we won't read maybe to save you spoilers on it, but it involves something which, according to the way I think about Halo, is really <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there any cards that you have seen spoiled so far that you are um, that are tingling your magic senses? Oh, man. You know, I think that we've... Like we've for the most part touched on them because I just love the battles so much. So good. Um, they're so they're just so cool. What about this card? Okay. City on fire, which costs five red, red, red for an enchantment with it has convoke. It's rare. Yeah. Uh, if a source you can do control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals triple that damage instead. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. So if there's enough like little red creatures running around, yeah. um, you can just play this thing. And I mean, like Torbrand, sit down. <laughs> yep. City on fire is here to ruin your day. I don't uh, know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I like, I'm loving all these team ups. Yes. Right. I love like Rankle and Torbrand. Speaking, Speaking of, of Torbrand. Torbran, one black, black, red, red for a legendary creature, fairy dwarf. It's a three, four with flying first strike and haste. Woof. <laughs> Uh, whenever Rankle and Torbrand deals combat damage to a player or battle, choose any number. Each player creates a treasure token. Each player sacrifices a creature. Or if a source would deal damage to a player or battle this turn, it deals that much damage plus two instead. Beautiful. Yeah, which because this has first strike, it'll hit. And then if you have other stuff that's attacking, you can pick that one. <laughs> and it'll deal damage. Deal double. How about that? How about that? I'm in. How about that? I'm in. Um... Uh, Elspeth has been shown off. Oh, yes. I mean, Elspeth is... She angel. She's an angel now. She angel now. She's two white white for a four loyalty planeswalker. Um, she's great. Her plus one. Create a one one white soldier creature token with lifelink. Minus two. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. It becomes an angel in addition to its other types and gains flying. Minus six. Return all non-land permanent cards with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. I love her. Yeah. Get in the deck. She's happening. Um, speaking of team-ups, can I interest oh, you yeah. in the Cyclops homunculus, <laughs> Borborygmos, and Fibblethip? That's so good. Uh, it's two so good. Green, blue, red for a legendary creature, Cyclops homunculus, 6-5. Uh, when it enters the battlefield or attacks, draw a card. Then you may discard any number of land cards. When you discard one or more cards this way, Borborygmos and Fibblethip deals twice that much damage to target creature. One in a blue, put it into its owner's library, third from the top. So sick. Oh, it's great. great. I made huge fans of these team-ups. Exactly. This is just, that's one of my favorite team-ups. And if you're going to beat the Phyrexians, I guess you got to team up because things look pretty dire for our yeah. heroes. There's some, there's some really intense, 
There's some intense cards like this Elish Norn and the backside saga, the Argent etchings. Yikes. Which is just like, it just reads get wrecked. That card's text just says get wrecked. Yeah. That's the Argent it. etchings. Uh, <laughs> chapter one, get wrecked. Chapter two, get wrecked again. Like, I wish it did. At least a flavor text. You know, yeah. get wrecked. Get wrecked. Um, so we're going to take a closer look at all of these mechanics and everything and some tricky cards that you might run into at your pre-release with mm-hmm. Judge Rob next week uh, in advance of the pre-release, which is like we mentioned next weekend. Um, and then you're going to need to know it because it's not even out on Arena or Magic Online yeah. until after that date. So go to your store feeling confident with the assistance of Judge Rob next episode. But hopefully this has whetted your appetite for the set because I think this looks excellent. Looks great. It's time for story time with Megan. That's right. So today we are talking about chapter two of the new Phyrexia storyline, Assault on New Phyrexia. Last time we talked about how Kato and the Wanderer and Nahiri all landed on New Phyrexia and they were like, oh, this is bad. Elishnorn was prepared. She managed to break up the big strike team of planeswalkers that was all arriving here. Yep. Um, the Wanderer's spark was once again destabilized, so she kind of flickered out and eventually away. Nahiri had a big old fight with Phyrexians and got and got cut and infected with Phyrexian oil. But she and hasn't is, told anybody she yet. she hasn't told anybody, keeping that to herself. Um, Kato lost his little Tanuki drone, <laughs> which I didn't mention, but is very just one of the you most distressing parts of the story. Part. I know. Don't worry. Um, okay. And they meet up with Tyvar, right? Yep. And then they meet, all of them meet up with Malira. They go down, they know they're going to the furnace lair, um, the quiet furnace Urobrasks lair to try and meet up with more of the Planeswalker strike team. Okay. That is here on New Phyrexia to try and blow it up with the Silex. If only they had walkie talkies. This exactly. would not be an issue. Well, actually more on that in a minute. Oh, <laughs> Um, so Elspeth wakes up on New Phyrexia and she's alone and she's like, this is my literal nightmare. I was imprisoned here for a long time back in the day, Yikes! right before I escaped. Um, and so like a bunch of Phyrexians charge and she fights them. And then luckily Kaya is there also. So they dispatch some Phyrexians. Um, and Elspeth is like, look, Check like check everybody like check yourself for wounds. Don't get stabbed. Don't get check yourself. <laughs> hey, okay. Don't get yourself. cut. Don't touch the oil ever. Elspeth is immune, which is important to know. Oh, um, because of I don't know. I don't oh, know. Okay. Uh, Elspeth immune. I'm sure it's in the past, but anyways, Elspeth cannot be infected. But she's like Kaya. Be careful. So they keep. So they fight. They found. They go and find um, a Mirren camp. And they enter the Mirren camp and they're like, oh, wait. Also, Kaya finds the drone. Kaya wakes up and like the little Tanuki drone is there. Okay. And she's like, Good. oh, don't worry. I have the little uh, Tanuki drone. Anyways, so they go through one of the weird tunnels, right, that we talked about last time that go down through layers, but you can walk on it like a normal tunnel. And you're walking on like the side exactly. of the wall. Yeah, you're walking on the side of the wall, so but it's cool. a tunnel. Um, and so they get to the furnace layer. And they find um, the Mirans on the furnace layer, and Koth is there, and Koth and Elspeth are old-time friends. Oh, that's cute. Koth helped Elspeth, like, rescued Elspeth um, from from Phyrexia back in the day. And Elspeth's like, I totally thought you were dead, because that's a reasonable thing to assume (laughs) for people who are on new Phyrexia for too long. I think that you're dead. Seems likely, man. very likely. You should probably try and get out of there. 
But anyways, they're like, okay, here's our little resistance. Um, they, <laughs> Isn't it cute? Exactly. Elspeth and Koth are like super happy to see each other again. It's cute. Um, t- and then they Tyvar has arrived there. Kato has arrived there. Yep. Nikiri is there. Malira. Right? So they're, they meet up with that part of the strike team. Jace is also there. Wow. Um, and they're like, it appears that they tried to establish like a mind link with Jace, tried to like mind link people. That's the planeswalker like version of like walkie-talkies. walkie-talkie. But whatever Elish Norn set up, like whatever she prepared. She's jamming the signal. Exactly. She's jamming the signal, not working. Okay. Well, and you know, at least I tried my idea. Which we learned that pretty good. some of the planeswalkers that were supposed to arrive with them are currently missing. Like Nissa had arrived on New Phyrexia with them, but then got pulled away. No one has seen Vrasky for a while. Mm. Um, so there are some missing planeswalkers, but they're like, well, look, we just got to keep going down. Um, they make like a little model of the many layers. Nahiri uses her lithomancy. Is there time for this? Exactly. Well, Nahiri is a very powerful, like Kaya watches Nahiri do some lithomancy and she's like, dang, this planeswalker powerful because Nahiri is one of the oldest planeswalkers around. Oh yeah. Which yeah. we don't talk about much, but my girl Nahiri, she's done nothing wrong and is an incredibly powerful planeswalker. And is very planeswalker. old. And is very old, incredibly powerful. Um, and so she, they're like explaining, um, Malira is like, okay. Here's all of the layers of new Phyrexia. Like a seven layer bar. But like a seven layer bar. <laughs> we're not going to have a garbage layer in there. That's exactly. We're not going to call butter, butter a layer of new Phyrexia. All right. That doesn't make any sense. A seven layer conspiracy. <laughs> um, they're like, okay, we have to go all the way down to Elish Norn has built a tree, a mocker, like based off the world tree, a mockery of the world tree called Realm Breaker that's going to be able to connect oh, to other planes. I see. Right? So they know that there's this enormous tree called Realm Breaker. Um, and Jace is like, we're taking our, our new Silex down there and we're going to put it in Realm Breaker and then we're going to blow it up. And yeah, it's gonna you blow up don't Realm know Breaker. that, Jace, because you don't know how to turn that thing on. I mean, they... Right person, right time, or whatever. Um, right. So Jace is like so nebulous. If this, yes. if I had a house and they're like, I'm like, where are the light switches? And they're like, ooh, it just has to be the right person, at the right time, and then the lights will come on. Yeah, you're I'm like, like, I'm not ah! buying that house. I'm not gonna buy that house. Not my thing. I think I kind of want. Thank you. Something a little bit more concrete. I would than prefer that. to be able to turn Thanks. on the lights when I need to. <laughs> He's not, he doesn't appear to be worried about it. Okay. Um, and Malira is like, listen, listen up, bud. Is this going to destroy all of Mirrodin? Because you might look around yeah. and say that the Phyrexians have ruined this place. But just because, like, just because this is the plane that New Phyrexia invaded first and took yeah. over doesn't mean that you can just treat our plane as disposable, you big jerk. Yeah. And good Jace point. is like, look. I can't tell you that it definitely won't. I We think that it won't. We think that hopefully it will only blow up Realm Breaker. Um, but we Optimistic. can't. But we can't say for sure. And Malira's like, <laughs> like, do you know what? I guess at least you're not lying to me. We can go and try it. Uh, so they're like, yep, we're going to have to go down through all these layers. We're going to use the little special tunnels and go all the way down. Uh, and we'll have to go through Elish Norns. Fair Basilica, which is going to be a bad time. But luckily, Urobrask, it turns out, is currently in rebellion against Elish Norn. Oh, they So fighting. there's a little bit of, like, infighting there. Cool. Okay, great. So they're like, hopefully, 
They're too Ellis Nord will be distracted by Urobrask because uh, apparently, actually, Urobrask is just all about chaos. Like Urobrask, sometimes when you just, live in a forge, yeah, Urobrask sometimes just lets the Mirrodins be on the furnace layer because he's like, sure, whatever causes the most trouble wow. everywhere all the time. This is some mid-management issues that Ellis Nord <laughs> should have dealt with. But you know what? The Mirrodins are working it to their advantage. <laughs> they're like, they're gonna fight, and that's how we're gonna get through. And then we have to go down to the seed core level which is where this little uh, realm breaker is. Oh yeah, the seed core, my favorite new type of metal. Yes. <laughs> where you listen to the sound of a tree growing listen for 50 the, years. Yep. Seed <laughs> metal core. Metal AF. Um, and so they're like, also no one has seen Ajani or Karnan forever and we're <laughs> sad about it. Um, but they know that Ajani was Phyrexianized. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so they're like, nope, we also still haven't seen Karn. He's still, he's still lost. What a bummer. So <laughs> they're like, okay, let's get going. We're going to go go right on down. Uh, and before they get going, Nahiri like goes up by herself and is like, you know, I have this stupid, oh, I have this stupid Nahiri. cut. And Malira comes over and is like, freaking knew it. I knew it. I knew it got in I you. I knew it, you little. It's the thing. Uh, exactly. Malira's like, you can't hide from me. I know. And she gives her, um, they were talking, earlier they talked about this stuff called hex gold, which is like a metallic substance that they use in their weapons and armor, which helps combat phyresis. Ooh. And she's like, oh, put some of this on it. And then later on, I can heal you. But the problem is you're so powerful. We need you. And when I heal you, you're going to have to recover for days. Like oh. it will be a days long recovery. So she actually can fix. Exactly. And so Malira gives her like the hex gold and Nahiri like puts it on the wound and she's like, it doesn't do anything. She's like, nope, that was a bust. And Malira is like, that's okay. You probably still have a couple of days that I like, you can go and fight and I can still heal you in that time. Like you're not far enough along. Mm. Um, But, or she's like, or I could do it now, but can we afford to like, can we fight this battle without you here? I see. And Nahiri's like, no, you can't fight this. Like I need to be, I need to be here for this battle. Yeah. So you can't fix me right now. Uh, and Malira's like, okay. So. Wow. You know, Nahiri is, of course, being very, like, self-sacrificing because do you know what? She's done nothing wrong. Uh, Nahiri, number one. Good thing Judge Rob isn't here right now. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Um, so anyways, that's like the update on right in here. Yeah. Malira is like, I will be able to heal you. I knew also, I smelt it in you. Malira can heal phyresis as long okay. as it's not too far along. Might be an important story point. Exactly. Does seem very important. Um, so they all are prepared now. They're going to go on down to, I assume that the next level that we'll see them on is probably the fair Basilica level when hopefully they will not have to fight Elishnorn's forces, but they might have to Yeah. in order to, um, get to realm breaker. And detonate the Silex. They think if they, they think. can find the button. Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, man, I would watch this movie. I know, right? It sounds it's great. Sick. It feels like an uh, Avengers Endgame kind yeah. of situation here yeah, it is. going on. Um, in which case they want to snap, but very specifically <laughs> one tree out of existence. Yes. That's cool that Elish made a sick version of the world tree. Yeah. From call time. And every time people like every time the planeswalkers or the mirrors there call it the world tree, Tyvar's like, don't call it that. That's my tree. It's important He's to like, me. The world tree is a nice tree and realm breaker is a bad tree. And don't say they're the same thing. <laughs> well, so yeah, anytime they enough. call it realm breaker, Tyvar's like, girl. 
don't talk about my tree like that. Wow. Okay. So yeah. that was chapter two. That's chapter two. Holy cow. What a great story so far. I know. Having a great time with this one. Uh, the past few have been all true bangers. True bangers, so, man. Very excited to find out what happens next. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank yeah. you so much for hanging out. Mm-hmm. Please go check out our Oathbreaker video over on our YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, it's so much fun. You're going to want to build Oathbreaker decks. It will make that Multiple is the people con- in the consequence. comments already were like, oh, yeah. now I want to build an Oathbreaker deck. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, of course yeah, you do. Because this is a great game. It's sick. Uh, like we mentioned, we'll have a new one in April. Um, we're already brewing it up, and yeah. I think you're going to enjoy it, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you once again to new patron, Parker. Parker! This one was for you, Parker. Parker Show. Uh, thank you to Card Kingdom. Check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Get whatever you need for your magical life over there. Or if you want to be like Parker and get an episode dedicated to you, you can. Yeah. By becoming a new patron at patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Yes, exactly. Uh, joining our Discord family, having a fun time hanging out talking about magic there with other great people um because we just have a fantastic community here at good luck high five quite honestly um and yeah very excited for the pre-release next weekend Mm -hmm. excited for the pre-pre-release this weekend with our brothers from another canadian mother loading ready run so check that out on saturday um starting at 9 a.m pacific yes always watch it it's a great show and rob uh does judging for them during that so you see this little symbiotic you know relationship of good people and magic community you know what i mean yeah so thanks for being a part of that community, everybody. Um, whether you're a patron or not, you're a part of it by li- simply by listening to us and uh, having us creep in your little brains every week. <laughs> with our Just creepy like fire little creeps. Yeah, we're the Phyrexian oil, but in a good way. But in a good way. <laughs> Tastes like Oreos. Oh, yeah, it does. Tastes like Numinos. <laughs>